Welcome to On The Brave. <laughs> What is going on, people? This is Elder Tenchi. Welcome back to a new episode of On the Brain. Today, I got my homeboys with me. Rick. Host of Rick. Shut Up Rick. And co-host yes. of Shut Up Rick. And also the co-host of Otaku Labs here on the Everyone's On the Brain. Everyone's favorite co-host. <laughs> here on the On the Brain Entertainment. The John Candy of the On the Brain. Network. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. So... Uh, all right. So, if you were here the last time we did a... Why were you? I'm joking. <laughs> so, if you were here the last time we did a review, first off, I thank you. Secondly... Sorry uh, for another bat review, but not sorry. Like, if you if you checked our, our uh, bat catalog, especially for... Our bat catalog? Phrasing. Especially for, especially for the On the Brain official podcast, you'll notice that there's a lot of Batman and Batman... Centric stuff, bro. This is going to be our seventh bat related thing, you know. And when you told me that this morning, I was like, Oh my god, what and I've been there for everyone. And I swear, we're not we're not a Batman centric podcast, we talk pop culture in general, but it just seems like the bat just keeps sneaking up behind us well, because he's so ingrained into our freaking brains. It's un- like, keep in mind, for the 90s, that was like the one superhero movie we got. Thank you. <laughs> like, like we would, you know, we got that and then there were attempts to make uh, movies of like less, when I say lesser known, I'm talking way lesser who known. Like, nobody thought... Superman is? Huh? I said, who the fuck knows what a Superman no, is? No, not even that. Like, it was like, who the hell knew who Barb Wire was? Oh, but yeah. for some reason, that got a movie. That got Nobody a movie. knew who it The Mask came. was before Jim Carrey. But still, like those were like the extent of comic book movies we got in the 90s until Blade happened. What about Tank Girl? Oh, that movie holds a special place in my heart. That movie's highly underrated. It was some of Lori Petty's finest work. And the mask was not a superhero, but yet it. But it's still a, based on a comic. But it was based on a comic. But they turned it into a more. I wouldn't say completely family friendly, but um, it's more family it's friendly, more family than, the friendly comic. than the actual comic. Because yeah. I've read all of the mask comics, and the mask comics are a wild diversion from the movie, or and the movie's a wild diversion from the comics. And, of course, we don't really have to, we've touched on this before, but we really don't have to touch on the phenomenon, which is the which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, but I'm saying, so, this is the... That's not the 90s, though. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but, once upon a time, this is all we had. All we had. That's why we're so ingrained with Batman stuff. Hell, one of the biggest cartoons of the 90s was the animated series. And then that was then then that was followed up by Batman Beyond, leading was, us into the topic. Which was way a, to follow through, cause total with that and that would right there was a total like totally original. It is organic, you I'm, know. And I I I, I just want to say like I I've watched Bat, Batman. Wait, you messed up the segue that we're talking about Batman Beyond. Yeah, perfect segue. Dude, and you dropped down the floor. No, dude, I was a oh, my god. Anyway, so. No, what I'm what I'm saying is with Bat with with Batman Beyond, when Batman Beyond first hit the airwaves, did not know what to expect. Well, because we hadn't really seen anything futuristic when it came to Batman yeah. at that point. Everything was either current day or sixty six Batman. And since we were about to hit the new millennium, it it, it was fitting and, it was fitting, but when you see futuristic stuff, it's like you know. Well, keep in mind, once upon a time, they thought we were going to have... Like this, we 
we are already almost five years removed from Back to the Future 2. Yeah. By now, they thought we were going... Like, some of the stuff is Some of the true, stuff is But yeah. we're still, like, I don't know how many years away from flying cars and everything else that that movie predicted. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, some of the stuff, you know, we can order food over our phones. VR yeah, if I want to, I can order food with my voice. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, VR is very much a very, very big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, video chatting. It, like, I, like I said, the only thing that has yet to become a reality is... Flying cars and teleportation. Well, teleportation wasn't a thing in Back to the Future. Yeah, but it, it, it's just... It's a, teleportation, we're like a thousand years away from that. And no, those 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 uh, se- those segways without without handlebars don't count as hoverboards. Listen, that that's what no, hurts me the most about. I hate moments. that they call those things fucking hover, hoverboards because they're not. Nothing about them hovers. Exactly. They count as hilarious moments. So as far as they so, count as hilarious YouTube fail videos. So or wins. I mean, have you seen the one of the? Kid on a bike using that to like go forward. He has like the hoverboard thing on his feet under the bike. <laughs> wow. Oh, internet, wow. you will never cease to fail <sighs> to amuse me. So back to Batman Beyond. When that hit, when that hit the airwaves with that with the, with the like technical the techno dance theme and the. And the uh, guitar and the guitar riff and Terry McGinnis being a being sort of a wild child at the at the, at the time. Oh, he was definitely was a wild child. He that definitely dude, was a wild. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't what Bruce Wayne was at his age. Nah, he was the complete polar opposite of of Bruce Wayne. And seeing an older and also grayer, had alive parents. Yeah, and, I was about to say that. Yeah, and seeing an older grayer Bruce Wayne. Still, it's still played by Kevin Conroy, but seeing an older Bruce Wayne was was a nice change. Was a nice. Well, you gotta remember face. too. In the first episode, we see him as his in his last hurrah as Bruce Wayne. He's yeah. like, I think he had a heart attack or something. That's why he gave up being Batman. Then Batman disappears. For watch the series; it's great. Yeah, and but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Now the re- now the reason we're here to talk today about Batman Beyond is because recently a um, collect a collective a production company uh, a channel called Reanime came out with a pretty good damn near. F- I have per- a qualm with it, but oh. it was freaking incredible. Yeah. Now that it can it now they came out with their version of a Batman Beyond live action film. Now, if you're familiar with Return of the Joker from what was it 2000? 2000. 2000. Yeah, it was 2000. Uh, they they picked a scene from the from theirs um and where where uh where um Batman fight fights the Joker and it is a it's a warehouse scene. Let's go it's, to specifics. It, it's, it's a scene a after, you know, the Joker has revealed that, you know, he's not really the Joker. He's the Joker, but he's not. not he's really. the Joker in yeah. Tim Drake because of a chip in his neck. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. He knows who uh, the new Batman is because of things. Mm-hmm. It's been, you know, and then they get into this whole scene in the warehouse. Take it away, Tenchi. On, like, honestly, when I heard, because I am a, I'm a fan of their, uh, of their channel, uh, I believe they... They uh they liked our stuff on Instagram and that's how I find found out about them to begin with. That's how I praise. And it was just like looking at their channel because their their goal is to make accurate live action 
movies based on our favorite anime and some in some comics doing things that Hollywood would not which is to which is to be as accurate as possible. Uh, let's say not all of them, but anything but the MCU wouldn't do. Right. Now MCU they I love you guys. Like they they did a they did a, 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 a Tokyo Ghoul live action. They've done they've done Naruto. They're working on uh, an Avatar Last Airbender scene. I'm so glad you said the last airbender after yeah. that. And I, I cannot wait for that. But when but when the ba- Batman Beyond movie came out, I was like, I have to see this. I have to talk about this. And I even let them know that we'll be talking about it because I was just really just that hyped. So, all right. So our, our resident Batman fanatic over here, Rick, right? How to do? I had him watch it. I had Nat, I had Nat uh, watch it. And of course, you know, of course, I had to watch it. I had to watch a couple of things before I think watching. I watched this. it like three times when you sent it to me. Now, what did you think? Like, what did you think after I sent it to you? Because I didn't really give you any context. I just said this is what we're doing for the next. Episode. I didn't know because, like, whenever you send me a text, like every third, vi- like every other third video, I don't get to right away. But I don't know. You said we we're going to review this, so I was like, let me watch this. Oh, Batman Beyond, you know, live action. Fan made shit. I was like, okay, because I enjoy fan made stuff. Same And here. I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, they got this scene damn near perfect. They even included my favorite line from that movie where, after uh, when the Joker and Batman are getting into it, and he's like, well, if it's a whooping, you're a wanton. I fucking loved that. That that's my like that might be one of my favorite lines from Mark Hamill as the Joker. Mm. I don't know why. What did you think of his? Uh, what did you think of his voice acting? Like the guy, you know what? Yeah. He wasn't trying. He was trying to make the Joker his own. He wasn't trying to do a Mark Hamill ripoff. Mm. He was just doing his version. How he would do the Joker. Mm. He did the Joker as how he wanted to do the Joker. Mm. And now, what did, what did you think? Now I, like you and I, you and I had spoke. You know how much I love. I love fan films. Um, so what is, so what did you think when you saw this one? I mean, I thought the fight choreography was really well done. Uh, oh, really interesting. Uh, the bat mask was a little off-putting. That's the same problem I had with, like, the, the mask felt like it was too big. Like, it was, like, it's, because whenever I think of, like, a live-action, uh, Terry McGinnis Batman... It always felt like it would be like just cloth mm. with like the L, you know, whatever, however he would do the eyes. Yeah. The helmet looked almost bobblehead like in nature. It was yeah, way too it, big. It kind of, it kind of did when they did close ups. It looked like a bobblehead. Um, it was just like, that's the only problem I really had with it. It was just yeah. the head was way, like it was too big. It looked like it was, was weighing it down a little. Yeah. But as far as, as far as the fight scene they no the fight scenes were incredible like yeah. they got that scene down packed like everything about that was that fan this uh, video was incredible that's like i said that's the only qualm i had with it was just the mask that was it yeah that, I mean, the mask the mask looks great just it's too big yeah it looks big that's about it yeah. <laughs> nothing against like the design of the mask or anything but this this film is about eight minutes so they did what they they did what they could. They even say in the um, in the behind the scenes featurette that the reason why they did this particular scene was because it was affordable. So well, yeah, you know, because you look at the rest of the movie. You look at you the rest need, of the movie. Uh, yeah. c- a cinema like a 
big movie budget to do it. Yeah. Honestly, you wouldn't be able to pull this off uh any of any other scene off unless you had like actually had Warner Brothers backing you to do it. Yeah, and their their slogan on their website, which I would recommend everybody check out, is for fans by fans. It's simple, it's easy, it's right it, it it's exactly what they're about. They want to make act, they love they love doing this. They love anime, they love animation and they want to do the they want to do these films justice. They don't want to just and and I and and I always have to say because because I watch a I watch a lot of these things and sometimes I'm a little biased. I'm like, so why can't you do this Hollywood? What's 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 going on? You just want the product. You just want the project just to have the project and to make money off of it. But and I know that you know we're not all fans of the property. We're all just you know moviegoers or whatever i get that but as far as like so they got to understand that there's going to be fans fans. there that are going to want you to do it justice yeah i don't i don't say do everything exactly like that because that's because that's impossible same thing with comic books not everything translates to the screen yeah it's like you know yeah okay we like not it's like it's like a 50 50 thing when it comes to like superhero movies half of the audience is going to be diehard fans of the original property and then the other ones are going to be fans that are just like, they like to see these movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when it comes to, like, the MCU, like, half the people that go there, they're diehard fans of the Marvel 616 universe. And then the other half, they're just because these movies are fucking phenomenas right. that we've been blessed with for the last 11, almost 12 years. Right. Go to see these things. Now, I think it was, it was, I heard it from you first, and then, uh, Rick, I heard it from you first, and then I heard it again from Kevin Smith saying that he would love to see a Batman Beyond film on the big screen, and he wants Michael Keaton to play Batman. Bro, it was you, listen. You said it to me first, and then I saw an interview him saying the same thing. I'm like, wow. I swear, me and him are kindred souls. Um, no, that would be... Look, if we were to get a Batman Beyond big screen live-action adaptation... And be able to get Michael Keaton reprise because I mean he at this point Michael Keaton looks like Bruce Wayne and Batman Beyond. Mm. Just give him the suit and the cane and Ace, and that's it. It's not like he'd have much to do. Like a Batman Beyond movie set in the future of the Burton verse would do fucking gangbusters. Are you kidding me? Everybody that grew up on those original films present company included are you mm-hmm. kidding me that movie would be the that movie would do insane numbers opening weekend mm. given just the simple fact that it's revisiting a long forgotten era ah you know what i'm saying yeah i feel you and now what do you think about the about the possibility of a batman beyond like a batman beyond hollywood film would you see it first off like you were talking about for this movie as a Hollywood film? Like this this movie, this shows that it can be done, right? If they were to if they if, if someone were to like say reach out to these you know, to, to, to these guys, you know, and get their and get their input on how certain things should be done, would they, do you do you think it would it would make a difference or like cause all I wanna know is would you would you see a Batman Beyond film period i mean i would definitely see uh this batman beyond film mm. this particular one um mm. 
can't think of any other like things on the show that I want to see on the big screen. But look, when they do a big screen, it's going to be an original story because that's just how they tend to do with these things. Mm. But you know what? I don't see why the hell Warner Brothers won't do it now. It's not like they have any direction with their superhero movies now. <laughs> There's no... The only connected universe they have is between Aquaman and Wonder Woman and the eventual Flash movie if that ever fucking happens. Like, they try to do a cinematic universe and if it weren't for Aquaman and Wonder Woman, that thing would be dead in the water. But like I said, they, they're doing a Batman movie that has nothing to do with it now. Joker just came out a couple months ago. It has nothing to do with it. I don't see why they can't do a Batman Beyond movie mm-hmm. now. Like, it's been, what, when did the show come out? 98? Uh, I, I want to say 99, actually. No, I feel like it was early. Like maybe, I want to say 98. Hang on a second. We have a new We yeah. have a new friend with us right now. Okay, Google. When did Batman Beyond premiere? The 10th of January, 1999, fell on a Sunday. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so it's been 20 years since that show. Why the hell not? They were talking about doing a live-action Batman Beyond movie in the early 2000s. Mm. Here we are 20 years later. I don't see why you can't do it. So, so would you say, like, forget OG Batman? What are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, forget doing an OG Batman movie. Like, should they just go into the future? <laughs> Uh, listen, you already know my feelings on the upcoming Bat film. Yeah. Like, I, I tend to reserve judgment until I see the finished product, but... I feel you. I, uh, I still, I'm just, I, I'm gonna... You sound I'm, excited. Very. Listen, I'd rather have a coat made of Dalmatian puppies. Alright, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're referencing there. Not, not mm. Oh, I'm referencing Aladdin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you no, but that like that damn crap. <laughs> I like. I don't get why we haven't had anything even remotely close to a live. I mean, don't get me like I said. They've tried, mm. but it's been twenty years. Why the hell haven't we gotten anything even remotely close to live action Batman? Batman Beyond. And now with the like. I'm not saying now with it, but like because of the sudden influx of it, fans are clamoring for this film. Yeah, like it needs to happen. Like Will, like Will Friedle did a um, he did a uh, an interview with a DC centric YouTube channel that I that I follow called the Watchtower Database, and he absolutely loved doing Batman Beyond. He's a huge, you know, he's a huge Batman fan. Oh, I know, I, I follow Will Friedle on Instagram. And I'm well aware. Like I know that we probably can't see. Hey, yeah. You know, like see him like donning the cow or anything, but I know that if if he ever found out that they were gonna even think about doing a Batman Beyond film, oh, he'd have to have at least a cameo in it. Like For him and real. Conroy would have to have some type of con- uh, cameo in it. Yeah, you can't because and Cree Summer too. I, I, you, you gotta have, you gotta have Cree Summer. Uh, come on, Cree Summer wasn't as like when like don't get me wrong, she was an integral part of the show. Yes. But when people think of Batman Beyond, they don't tend to think of her as much. Not as much as they do. But, they, but, but when you think of Batman Beyond, you think of Wilfred or you think of Kevin Conroy, because Kevin Conroy, right? He's been playing Batman for almost thirty years, right? Longest tenured Batman ever. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just voice acting, we're finally going to see him get in to crisis. live action yep. that it up in a couple weeks. It, or whenever the hell. I don't know what episode of Crisis he's going to be in. Oh, man. It's, it's, Probably Batwoman. Makes sense. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. But 
ultimately this fan film is a great it's a great love letter to the franchise. Oh, an insanely beautiful love letter. And also it is uh like the the okay, so so the so the actor playing Terry McGinnis slash Batman said that he did you know, he did this for his he did this for his brother, right? Yeah, and the story it's a it's a beautiful behind the scenes story. Scene, yeah. And it what it like just just seeing how passionate they are doing this. I'm so glad because I used to do a, I used to do a whole series when when this show was on YouTube, um, just it just uh, just call it, just showing some fan film some fan film love right that's all that I called it I love fan films that's all that's that's all I had so if I was still doing YouTube that this sounds like that, a VH1 show from the mid 2000s I love fan <laughs> films yeah that would definitely be that would definitely be the title right there um, but if any of Anyone of uh, of the reanimate team is listening to this. Um, well done. Well done. Well, well done. You, you've you've done a great job with everything I've seen on your channel so far. I'll make sure that my that that my cousin over here sees the rest of your catalog. Oh, uh, I've seen, I see. I watch some of their stuff. It's good. Like I said, I'm not. Ooh, excuse me. I know you're I not a, like a like anime, an anime as, but as I, I watch some of their stuff, and I I appreciate. Good art for good art. Yeah, and as far and as far as uh, as far as Namjita, like he, like he likes good he like he likes good movies. Period. He's not into the like the fan films like I am. Yeah, but and, his favorite movie is Van Wilder. <laughs> is like, it? <laughs> Listen, but, I heard you quoting Ryan Reynolds. Don't get me wrong; it's a good Ryan Reynolds pick, but it's really that's that's your favorite Ryan Reynolds movie, Van Wilder. That was Deadpool. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? No, I'm sorry. Nice. I said corrected. It's just friends. Ah, nice, got it. nice. All right. Well, because I want to Ryan say... Reynolds in the fat suit is Nab's favorite thing on the planet. Yeah. He's but... got a T-shirt with his face instead of the girls with Ryan Reynolds in the fat suit. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't even know how to respond to that. And I if... couldn't go through an episode without some bullshit. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> so no, but any, but anyway, thank you everyone for listening to this review uh kind of retrospective fan out whatever uh, <laughs> that this was for this episode of on the brain and uh, be on we, the lookout for our eighth bat centric episode in like a day crisis <laughs> yeah no it's not I, they're gonna be the one there's gonna be something else bat crisis on infinite sandwiches you're better. Than I that swear joke. we're not. A, I swear we're not just a D. Just a DC. No, I know body. that. I'm just but saying. Yeah. Like in the two years Batman. I've been doing shows with you, I've like we've done more things about the bat, bat yeah. than we've done any. You know what? Next week it's gonna be a retrospective of Prince's uh, soundtrack to Batman '89. You're gonna hear the intricate natures of Party Man. <laughs> Black and white, red and green, burning. Let us know what you think of the. Tell him what his name is, Party Man. Go ahead, talk. I'm gonna let him know. It. Let Party us know what you think Daily. of this fan film. Daily. Big ups to Reanime and everyone involved. Thank you so much for Daily. listening. Daily. I am Elder Tinchy. That and was... we're not. <laughs> Party Man. I'm the other Party guy. Party Man. Man, Gina. And that was on the brain. Peace, love, and never be normal.